pack of Avalon cigarettes, please. Yes, sir. Oh, just a moment, sir. Don't forget your change. You'd never guess, but Avalon's cost you less. Oh, why not always travel along with Avalon? Good evening, friends. Good evening. This is Del King saying welcome to Avalon Time with Kurt Massey, Edna Stilwell, Jeanette the Avalon Chorus, Bob Strong and his orchestra, and radio's red-headed ragamuffin, Richard Red Shelton. The orchestra opens the program with Jumpin' Shy. never guess Avalon's cost you less, we mean just exactly that. Judging by the quality, you'd never guess they cost three to five cents less per pack than other popular price brands. They're 100% union made from a super fine blend of the world's choicest Turkish and domestic tobaccos. You couldn't get higher quality tobaccos in any other cigarette, regardless of price, regardless of brand. And this unsurpassed Avalon quality is yours, plus the saving of three to five cents on every pack you smoke. A saving that's certainly worthwhile. Ladies and gentlemen, Avalon's offer so much, they deserve a trial. Get a pack tonight. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you Red Skelton, the streamlined jester, in his three-act comedy concoction, number one, Headline Hokum, number two, A Slice of Life, and number three, his new public service, Send Out Skelton. First, now, Headline Hokum. We send you that safe but not sane snooping scamp that scoots in on the sanctity of your shelters every Saturday, that St. Vitus screwball with a sandblast of spicy satire, Red Skelton. <laughs> Thank you and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And now for the news. Springfield, Illinois. The Moody Brothers stay up in their plane 343 hours. <laughs> Boy, what some people won't do to miss this program. <laughs> Atlantic City, New Jersey. The annual beauty contest held in Atlantic City brings hundreds of glamour girls to the seashore. <laughs> I was with a glamour girl last night. I go with her every Friday. That's when she gets her allowance. <laughs> She's a beautiful girl, though. She's a debutante. She came out in 1935 on parole. <laughs> She's lovely. She's a little fat, but she got plenty of oomph. In fact, every time she sits down, the sofa goes oomph. <laughs> she's really lovely, though. If you'd like to meet her, she's always in the nicest places. If you'd like to meet her next week, she's wrestling at White City. <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. The American Legion uses Chicago for this year's convention. That's fine. They can use Lake Michigan for a chaser. 
My uncle was at the last convention they held here in Chicago. You probably read about him. He was the one that got some sleep. <laughs> well, we wish the boys a lot of luck, and I hope they find Elmer. <laughs> New York City, New York. There's a rumor that Peggy Joyce's hobby is collecting stamps. That must be a misprint. <laughs> Washington, D.C. Republicans look for 1940 victory. Ripley looks for Republicans. <laughs> Akron, Ohio. Boys from coast to coast compete in the soapbox derby at Akron. Those soapbox derbies are a lot of fun. <laughs> when I was a kid, though, they didn't have soapbox derbies. In fact, they didn't even have soap. <laughs> well, that just about washes up the news for tonight. So at this time, Jeanette will sing, I Poured My Heart Into a Song. Sing it pretty, Jeanette, but pretty... <laughs> Uh, how's the other new department coming along? Oh, you mean our playlist called The Slice of Life? Yeah. Oh, swell. A lot of folks I talk to seem to like the idea of us doing things that happen in everyday life. Things that you do and that I do. In fact, everybody does. What's the one about tonight? Well, it's about a couple who've been married for just a year, and they're suffering from relative sickness. Re relative sickness? Yeah, you know, taxation without representation. <laughs> you set the scene. Okay, Red. The 
time, 6.30, the place somewhere in your hometown. As the scene opens, we find Edna Stilwell playing the part of the beautiful wife, and Red Skelton steps out of character and plays the part of the handsome husband. <laughs> the husband. The husband is just coming home from work. Listen. Hiya, honey. Is that you, dear? Well, yes, sir. What are you crying about? Well, I was going to surprise you, and I baked a cake, and I put it on the table to cool, and the dog ate it. Oh, well, don't feel so bad. I'll buy you another dog tomorrow. <laughs> Come on, I don't cry. Look, you know what today is? It's our first wedding anniversary, and here, I brought you some flowers. For me? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're beautiful. Both of them. <laughs> you like them? For a dime more, I could have got some with petals. Doesn't seem like we've been married a year, does it? No. Remember a couple of years ago, every day I used to ask you to be my wife. And I always said no. Yeah. Those were the happiest days of my life. <laughs> Say, where's your brother? Don't tell me that he's left. No, he's sleeping in the next room. And don't wake him up. Don't worry, I won't wake him up. Maybe you better take off your shoes and walk around in your bare feet. I don't have to take off my shoes to do that. <laughs> hey, and by the way, when that guy wakes up, I want to talk to him. He got my watch last night, and I want to know what he did with it. Well, from what he told me, it ran in the fifth race today at Washington Park. (laughs) Did he hawk my watch? Now, that's a laugh, Straw. When he wakes up, I'm going to tell him the fact he's racing for him and get out of here. (laughs) Been living here six months already. Why do you hate my brother? I don't hate him. Only he gets on my nerves if I had any left. (laughs) Wearing my clothes and shaving out on the front porch. I wouldn't mind him shaving out there if he'd wear a shirt. Big show-off. He just wants the neighbors to see he's got big muscles. You're just jealous because you don't have big muscles. Who ain't got big muscles? Get a load of that arm. Solid as a bag of potatoes. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. That's for me. I'm not home. I'll get it. Hello? Oh, hello, Merle. Merle? Oh, I'd love to go shopping with you tomorrow if it's a nice day. Uh Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Richard, Merle wants me to go shopping with her tomorrow if it's a nice day. Look in the paper and see what the weather report says. Uh, weather report tomorrow. Uh, rain, lightning, thunder, hurricane, tornado, earthquake, flood, and slightly cloudy, dear. Hey, Sid, is that call for me? I'll call you back, dear. Brother just woke up. Uh, hi, Sid. Hi, Stooge. Yeah, hi. Stooge? Hey, what's the idea of wearing my galoshes? I was taking a shower. I didn't want to get your shoes wet. <laughs> well, that was very thoughtful of you, big lazy galoot. Hey, are you wearing that blue suit tonight? Yes, I'm going to wear my blue suit tonight. Oh, that's swell, and I can wear the gray one. <laughs> well, I'll be right back. I'm just going out on the front porch. Uh, call me when dinner's ready. Oh, don't worry. We'll call you. And this time when you come in, open the door. <laughs> Hey, where's your razor? I think I'll shave while I'm out on the front porch. Oh, listen, do you have to shave on the outside? Certainly, Dope. What do you think I am? Fur line? <laughs> oh, now that settles it. One of us has got to tell that bullshit to find a new ruse. Uh, who's going to tell him to beat it? Now, let's not start that again. Oh, listen, when I married you, I married you, not your whole family. Listen, that guy's got to leave. All right. I'll tell you what we'll do. What? But tonight at dinner, we'll get in an argument about the lemonade. Yeah. I'll say it's too sweet, and you say it's too sour. So what? And whoever brother sticks up for us, well, the other one will tell him to get out. Well, why didn't we think of that six months ago? Hey, is dinner ready? Yes, it's ready. Go call him. Okay. Brother, 
Oh, brother dear, dinner's ready. I'm coming, Joe. Ah. Oh, it sure looks tasty, and I'm hungry as a bear. Hey, that T-bone steak sure looks good. Didn't it? Hey, if you put any sugar in this lemonade, it's awful sour. It can't be sour. I put a whole cup of sugar in the picture. Well, taste it. It tastes sour to me. It tastes like pickle juice. <laughs> well, it tastes sweet to me. Well, I still say it's sour. It is not. It's sweet. It's sour. Now, look, there's no... Wait a minute. Look, we'll leave it up to your brother. Hey, you. You taste it and tell us what you think of it. Listen, sweet or sour, I'm staying another six months. <laughs> Orchestra playing Come Club. Department of the Third Part, the Send Out Skelton Service, a new and unique service foisted on the American public by Red Skelton and seconded by anybody who wants to take the day off and doesn't care what happens to his job. We now take you to Red Skelton's office where Edna Stilwell is his secretary. Good morning. This is Send Out Skelton Service. If you're feeling null, he'll fill the void. <laughs> yes, Mr. Skelton will do anything. Yes, yes. Oh, very well. Mr. Skelton will do it for you. Ah, uh, stuff boy. Another job. What's that guy want me to do for him? Ten years at Leavenworth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I can't do that. Oh, don't get excited. That was Mr. Ketchum from the Ketchum and Matchum Matrimonial Bureau. Oh. He wants you to take his place. Oh, you mean the guy that finds husbands and wives for people? Where's he going today? Out looking for his wife. Oh. He wants you to find a husband for that much-married heiress. 
You know, Brenda Dazzle. Brenda Dazzle? She used to import all of her husbands from Europe. Oh. But it seems she's tired of taking a foreign count. And this time she's going native. My gosh. Think how this news will shock Europe. Now they'll never be able to pay the war debt. <laughs> well, it ought to be easy to find a husband for anybody with a hundred million bucks. So let's see, who can I get for? Whoever that is, he's one of them. <laughs> hey, are you a bachelor? Well, I ain't Papa Zion. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Boy, you arrived in the nick of time. I need a husband. Oh, my goodness, Mr. Skelton. Do you feel all right? <laughs> I mean, an heiress needs a husband. Look, how would you like to be the glamour boy of 1940? Oh, heavens, it'd be wonderful if it's okay with Jim Farley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can be the one with hair. Now, <laughs> let's see, who else can we take over there? Clean up in here. Now, don't start anything. Or... Oh, it's Andy, the janitor. Hey, here's another prospect. Say, Andy, you haven't fallen in love yet, have you? I mean, you're still too loved for the love bug, ain't she? Yep. Love still finds Andy hardy. Let's <laughs> well. Now, come on, fellas. We'll hop in the cab and we'll go right over there. Say, Edna, what's that address where we can find this Brenda Dazzle? At the corner of Dunn and Brad Street. Yeah. Well, okay, now. Come on, fellas. Just think. We're pioneers in a way. Why, this is a new era. Prosperity's here. Our heiresses are starting to buy Americans. 30, 40, 50, 60, Hey, what's up, Bugs? My cab ain't going that fast. No, but my dough is. I'm watching the meter. Better get those brakes fixed, huh? Everybody out. How much is it, driver? One buck, including the tip. Well, what will it be without the tip? Four days in the hospital. Okay, driver, you better come in with us, too. Boy, is this a swanky-looking place. I'll knock here on the door. Uh-oh, I think she's coming. I see her through the window. Well, since when did they put windows on keyholes? <laughs> oh, how do you do, uh, Miss Dazzle? Oh, men, four of them. Uh-oh, you better stick close, boys. You ain't much, but you're men. Well, come right in. And just step into my trophy room till I find my... I mean, fix my hair. <laughs> okay, Miss Adam. Come on, boys. We'll go in this room over here. Hey, hey boy, what a trophy room. Look at the pictures and souvenirs of all of her ex-husbands. Look what this says on this one. First husband, caught on the continent, 1926. Thought he was an English peer. Turned out to be a Liverpool doc. <laughs> Here's a third husband set of store keys, rampant in a hunk of taffy. <laughs> and oh, look here, her fifth husband's copay. Probably just a heirloom. <laughs> hey, come here, folks. Get a load of this one, will you? James Snuffy. What a name. Age 54, divorced. Had dough and refused to kick in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get a load of this one, though. Oscar O'Shaw, age 98, divorced. Had the dough but refused to kick off. <laughs> oh, bother. Here comes old Brenda Dad. Oh, oh, what a room full of remembrance. Yes, quite a gathering here. Say, tell me, Miss Dazzle, how long have you been at this matrimonial bingo? Just long enough to make me realize how fickle men are. <laughs> uh, do you know how I won all these men? Sure, lady. You hit the jerk pot. <laughs> Uh, now, Miss Dazzle, uh, these men are the ones I brought over as prospective American husbands. Really? Mm-hmm. 
I thought maybe they were something you picked up on a scavenger hunt. Oh, no, they're all gentlemen here. State driver. How would you like to marry Miss Dazzle? Under the influence of chloroform. <laughs> Don't be a dope. Why, she's got a hundred million bucks. That's a hundred million reasons why you should marry her. Maybe, but I got ten reasons for not marrying her. Well, what are they? A wife and nine kids. I'm scrabbling. <laughs> well, that's one down. <laughs> How about you, Andy? Would you like to marry Miss Dazzle? Yes, Graham. What have you got that I don't want? <laughs> I don't want to marry nobody. Well, think of the money she's got, Andy. Oh, shucks, I don't need it. I got myself a ticket on the sweepstakes, and janitors always wins them. That's <laughs> the wrong, I got a date with a mop bucket. Yeah, well. well, I really saved the best for the last. He's really your type, Miss Dazzle. Hey, Herky, pretend that you're a caveman, will you? Oh, oh, you big... Strong, muscular man. Oh, say, well, don't let these muscles fool you. You know, very few people know I take my setting up exercises sitting down. <laughs> Will I marry you? Yes. Oh, heavens, I couldn't marry you, Miss Dazzle. Why not? Because my mom makes me get home every night before 9 o'clock, and I hear the curfew now, so... You do, I'll see you I did my best to uh, try to find your husband, Miss Dazzle, but try to sell you three of them. Done them. Say, maybe you've got a picture in your mind of your next husband, huh? Mm-hmm. You know? I have. Oh. <laughs> and he's about uh, 26 years old. That's a funny thing. You know, I'm 26 years old. <laughs> and my dream man is over six feet tall. Yeah, I'm over six feet tall. <laughs> and he has red hair. I got red hair. <laughs> He has a face just like yours. That's funny. I got a face just like mine. <laughs> Can't you see? I want you to speak for yourself, John Boy. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, come to my arms. Oh, get away. Uh, give me my food. Here, now, cut it out, will you? Now, don't try to throw your arms around me. Here, now, cut it out. Why, Mr. Dutton, I believe you're actually scared of me. Who, me? I should say I am not. Then, for goodness sake, come down off that chandelier. <laughs> Next to Collie Rose, an old song of the heart that has been made new again by its warm sentiment and lovely melody. Kirk Massey and the Avalon Chorus sing it for you now. Kirk?
Gentlemen, here's something I overheard in a crowded streetcar the other day. Yes, it was about Avalon cigarettes, and it went like this. Say, kid, have you tried those Avalon cigarettes? My boss smokes them all the time, and I was 18. And can you imagine? They cost three to five cents less. Like I said to the girls, I said. If Avalon's are good enough for a swell like my boss, why should I be the one to pay more? <laughs> and, friends, the little lady was right. Avalon's are exceptionally fine cigarettes, unsurpassed in quality. They're made from a smooth, mild blend of the highest quality Turkish and domestic tobaccos. In fact, you couldn't get finer quality tobaccos in any other cigarette, regardless of price, regardless of brand. And still, union-made Avalon's cost three to five cents less per pack than other popular-priced cigarettes. A repeated saving that will turn into many, many extra dollars in a surprisingly short time. Truly, ladies and gentlemen, Avalon's are the cigarette buy of today. So like I says to the boys, try a pack of Avalon's tonight.
Well, Del, a couple more TikToks. We'll have another forgotten program to forget. <laughs> That's right, Red. You know, I like this new setup, though. Your oh. headline hokum, your slice of life, yes. and the send-out skeleton service. You did? They're really getting someplace. You think so? Mm-hmm. Say, do you think Mr. Avalon's got the right dope on this show? Well, he says you'll do till the right dope comes along. <laughs> oh, what's the use? So, good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Remember, friends, during the week when you ask for Avalon's... Don't forget your tangs. So why not always travel on with Avalon? Yes, you'd never guess, but Avalon's cost only 10 cents plus city or state tax. next Saturday evening at the same time when the Brown and Williamson Tobacco Corporation will again present Avalon Time. Del King speaking. Good night. In person on the show tonight, I I poured my heart into a song, which is from the production of the second seven. Avalon Time reaches you from our Chicago studios. This is the National Broadcasting Company.